Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. She's a lucky one. In Gaithersburg, I'm John Doman. D.C.'s Attorney General files another civil lawsuit against the Washington Commanders, and the team is responding. How parents, teachers, and lawmakers are feeling about plan changes to Virginia's curriculum. I'm Shana Stulen. It's midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Forecasters say a lake effect snowstorm will bury some areas of Buffalo and Syracuse, New York overnight. And that's just the beginning, says WCBS meteorologist Craig Allen. The best advice is not to go out at all. Just hunker down and make sure that you have enough supplies to get you through the next two to three days. And it looks like conditions will slowly begin to improve. But, of course, digging out from that much snow is going to take quite a long time and could prove to be quite devastating for most of western New York State. The snow already taking its toll, says Erie County Executive Mark Polencars. Uh, we've just been advised that there is a power outage of affecting 2,119 customers in the town of West Seneca. There are scattered, scattered outages elsewhere. In the House of Representatives, an historic change in the Democratic leadership. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she will not seek to remain in that post. She reflected on her storied career. Never would I have thought that someday I would go from homemaker to house speaker. Pelosi will remain in Congress representing the San Francisco area. What do Republicans have in store as they prepare to take the House majority come January? Republicans won a majority of seats in the midterm election and on Thursday began laying out their legislative priorities for the next Congress, including an aggressive oversight on President Biden. Was Joe Biden directly involved with Hunter Biden's business deals, and is he compromised? That's our investigation. Democratic Congressman Andy Levin believes Republicans will lose their majority in 2024 if they overreach. They want to go and investigate things that aren't substantive, that aren't legitimate. The American people are going to tire of that very quickly. CBS's Skylar Henry. Investigators are racing to find a suspect in that horrific stabbing death of four University of Idaho students. CBS's Christina Ruffini has the latest. Many students have already packed up and left early for the Thanksgiving break, but classes are still in session. The sister of victim Kaylee Gonzalez posted a stark warning on Instagram. To the students of the University of Idaho still staying around campus, leave. Your grades are severely less important than your lives. More details coming in about that crash that injured several sheriff's cadets in L.A. County. Here's CBS's Nora O'Donnell. The 22-year-old man who allegedly drove his car into a group of L.A. County Sheriff's cadets who are out jogging is facing attempted murder charges. Investigators say Nicholas Gutierrez was driving on the wrong side of the road Wednesday morning when he swerved into the cadets. Police previously believed the crash was an accident. This is CBS News. Our guest as Olney Theater Center presents its acclaimed production of Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Belle, the Beast, and the rest of the gang are back in a revival of the production that won hearts and attracted the admiration of audiences around the country. A tale as old as time feels refreshingly new, says People Magazine. Escape to a world where beauty is more than skin deep and happily ever after is just a rose petal away. Now playing through January 1st. Tickets at AlneyTheater.org. WTOP at 1203. And a good Friday morning, November 18th, 2022. Fair, very cold overnight, early morning. A little less windy than it was last night. Lows in the 20s and 30s by daybreak. We're at 36 in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. 
Indeed, Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early midnight morning ride this Friday on WTOP. We begin this morning with the investigation into that local explosion and fire this week at the Potomac Oaks condominiums located in Gaithersburg. It's taken a stunning turn now that a body has been found in that rubble. Preliminarily, we are looking at this event as a criminal for a criminal investigation. A police canine unit alerted to possible human remains Thursday morning as search and rescue crews were working to clear Building 826. Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones. We have not determined that, that the building is all clear of any other uh, possible victims. Jones says he cannot reveal what evidence leads investigators to believe this may have been an intentional act. The recovered body has been taken to the state medical examiner's office in Baltimore for positive identification. Reporting from Gaithersburg, Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. And all nine condo units were completely destroyed in that explosion and fire. And for those who have not lost everything but cannot get into their homes, emotions are a little more mixed this morning. Michelle Conklin Cassell was inside her condo when the explosion happened. She's not allowed inside yet, but her home is still standing, while condos very close to hers are now rubble. On one hand, you'd feel like you don't have the right to be um, worried about those things when people so close to you, geographically speaking, have so much more to worry about. But she admits having a brief moment where the stress got to her. I'm just telling myself... It will work itself out. Overall, she considers herself lucky. I just don't know what's going to happen next. The fire department working to stabilize the building next to her so it doesn't compromise her building. In Gaithersburg, John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 1205 Friday morning. D.C. Attorney General is suing the Washington Commanders again. Carl Racine now alleges that the team implemented an illegal scheme to cheat D.C. season ticket holders out of their deposits and use that money for its own purposes. In a statement this week, Racine said commanders, executives, quote, seem determined to lie, cheat, and steal from district residents in as many ways as possible. It's the AG's second civil suit actually against the team. The first suit filed last week alleges that the commander's owner, Dan Snyder, the National Football League, and NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, colluded to deceive fans about an investigation into the team's workplace culture. The commanders responded to the new suit this week in a statement. They said, quote, an extensive review of the team's accounts found no evidence that the team initially and intentionally withheld security deposits that should have been returned to customers or that the team improperly converted any unclaimed deposits to revenue. Stay tuned. It's 12.06 Friday morning on WTOP. To Virginia now, where the Youngkin administration recently put out a draft of new history and social study standards, and there's been a lot of reaction, as you might imagine, pouring into planned changes to what Virginia students will actually be studying. This new draft is cloaked as being politically neutral, whereas it presents a politically biased and narrow version of history. Please don't move Virginia backwards. Virginians against the proposed K-12 curriculum at a public hearing by the Virginia Board of Education. Concerned residents say... It whitewashes history. It doesn't address how past injustices fuel current racism and didn't have input from diverse voices. Republican delegate Glenn Davis, chair of the House Education Committee. Under Northam, it was not required to teach about the Dred Scott case or Plessy v. Ferguson. It was not required to teach about the hate groups like the KKK. But under the Youngkin administration, those are required to be taught. He said an earlier draft that didn't include a lesson on MLK Day was an administrative error. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. There will be no additional hearings. There will be, that is, additional hearings uh, in next month and the month after, after December and January. WTOP at 12.07. Good morning. Welcome in.
Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. 1877 Cars for Kids. K-A-R-S Cars for Kids. With car prices at an all-time high, our donors are now getting highest receipts ever. Donate at carsforkids.org and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. It's Friday, November 18th. Welcome into WTLP, where the time is 12. Slower clogged trains. Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Having good weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Not exactly after a flying start this morning, Dino. We start in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Northbound traffic on the George Washington Memorial Parkway. Coming from Mount Vernon, coming from National Airport. Everyone being diverted onto the inbound 14th Street Bridge. What lies beyond a crash investigation near the Humpback Bridge. This one did involve a fatality. And so this one will be shut down for at least a couple, three hours yet. And everyone, again, being diverted onto the inbound 14th Street Bridge. You'll have to work your way around through the city to get back on your way northbound, heading toward the Capitol Beltway. On 66, the earlier crash we had westbound near Sudley Road, that is gone. Traveling's have been reopened. Now on 395, back to our GW Parkway crash, the ramp from 395 northbound to go north on the GW Parkway, that is blocked. I I cannot tell for certain sure whether the ramp southbound is blocked as well. Cannot really tell on the camera, but it does not appear. But again, expect the unexpected this morning. We've been getting a lot of that. On the Capitol Beltway itself, we do have the work zone set up. Inner loop is going to be before 123 and a, well, maybe a right lane getting by. Outer loop after Route 7, Leesburg Pike exit 47. That'll be two to the right to get by. To Maryland we go on 270. Looks like the crashes have been cleaned up. Now it's just work zone central. Northbound, we've got the work zone near Shady Grove Road. In the main travel lanes, a right lane is blocked and extra caution making the transition on the slip ramp from the mains into the locals at exit 8. Southbound, the work is in Frederick County. It's going to be after I-70 heading toward Buckystown Pike and a single lane getting by the southbound ramp from 270 to go south on 85, also blocked by the same work zone. Capitol Beltway, the work zone after New Hampshire Avenue on the inner loop heading toward I-95 should be occupying the right side. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We've got a cold start for you. Temperatures in the 20s and low 30s, and that's going to be the case uh, right on through the next couple of hours, at least as far as the wind chill is concerned, 20s and low 30s. During the afternoon, though, some sunshine, breezy conditions, high temperatures in the mid to upper 40s, so wind chills will be in the upper 30s to low 40s during the day. On Saturday, less wind chill, but still a cold day. Temperatures around 45. That's it for the city. Cooler to the suburbs on Sunday, a high of 39. Wind chills in the 20s all day. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Camera. 30 in Chantilly, 37 Penn Quarter, 33 in Columbia. We're 36 in our nation's capital. Midnight hour, Friday morning, November 18th. 
Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us. This check brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. You're with WTOP. The nation's gun show at Dulles Expo in Chantilly, Virginia. This weekend, last show before Christmas. 1,300 tables. Over two miles of guns, knives, accessories, and more. Expert dealers to help you make the best selections at low gun show prices. Concealed carry classes. The nation's gun show at Dulles Expo. Friday, 3 to 8. Saturday, 9 to 5. Sunday, 10 to 5. Advanced tickets, coupons, and more info at thenationsgunshow.com. That's thenationsgunshow.com. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 1212. Welcome in. Glad you're with us this early morning. Significant changes coming to Capitol Hill. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi will not continue in her congressional leadership role after two decades as the top House Democrat. And with great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. Pelosi says she would remain a member of Congress and finish out her current term. After Pelosi made this announcement this week, House Speaker, House Majority Leader Sidney Hoyer of Maryland also announced that he will not seek a leadership role but would stay in Congress. This comes after Pelosi's husband was recently attacked last month with a hammer at their San Francisco home. This morning, Michael Schnell, Congress, Congress reporter for The Hill, with more for us. In Speaker Pelosi's speech, which lasted just about 16 minutes, she did not actually pin this decision on any recent event. However, previous reporting and her previous comments have have suggested that the attack on Paul Pelosi did play an outsized role in this decision. If we remember when Speaker Pelosi spoke to Anderson Cooper in the days after the attack, she specifically said that the attack on her husband would affect her ultimate decision. And of course, that decision was to step away from Democratic leadership, but remain in Congress. But safe to say that in the days to come, reporters will be peppering her with questions to understand really what this decision came down to. And with Steny Hoyer also stepping aside from leadership, do you expect a massively new direction for House Democrats, likely under the leadership of Hakeem Jeffries of New York? This is absolutely a total change up and switch in Democratic leadership. As you mentioned, Pelosi and and Hoyer are stepping back. It will likely be Jeffries to succeed Pelosi as the top Democrat, followed by Catherine Clark, who's currently the assistant speaker. And then Congressman Pete Aguilar is also expected to be in the mix. A really significant change at the top of the Democratic caucus in terms of the ages, you know, a much younger slate of leaders. And it's quite possible this could potentially change the direction of the Democratic caucus. Of course, we'll have to see how it plays out and see what sort of legislative steps they take. Of course, also Democrats will be in the minority in the next Congress. But safe to say this was a real seismic change and decision made by Pelosi and Hoyer that will have an effect on the Democratic caucus. I want to be as delicate as possible in asking this next question. There is clearly tremendous respect on Capitol Hill and off Capitol Hill for Nancy Pelosi. But have you been hearing whispers from some younger members that it's about time that we change things over? There are several members who have been pushing for this in recent weeks or even recent months, rather, sort of saying that new blood is needed in the Democratic leadership. Just right before we left for the fall recess, Congresswoman Abigail Spamberger, a Democrat from Virginia, she put out a statement bluntly saying, we need new Democratic leaders in this caucus. So that's what we're seeing now is that a lot of those younger Democrats who had been calling for new blood, calling for a new generation in the highest echelons of the caucus, they're getting what they asked for. Now we'll have to see how it works going forward. That's Michael Schnell. 
who covers Congress for The Hill in a conversation with Dimitri and Michelle. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Friday, 12-15, sports time indeed, and Frankie's first midnight hit with us. Capitals dig themselves too big of a hole. Hey, they got out of it and tied things up at 4-4, but lose in a shootout at the St. Louis Blues. As uh, it was 3-0 in the first period, then goals from Alexander Ovechkin, two goals from John Carlson, Connor Sheary tied it up at 4-4. They go to the shootout. And they lose, so the Blues get the victory at home over the Capitals. Thursday night football, it was the Titans knocking off the Green Bay Packers. Derrick Henry rushed and threw for a touchdown for the Titans. NFL is going to be moving the Browns-Bills game out of Buffalo because of an expected bad snowstorm. And play Detroit this Sunday at 1 o'clock. So the Bills will actually play two straight games in Detroit against the Browns, then on Thanksgiving Day against the Lions. Commanders, another day of preparation as they get ready for the Houston Texans Sunday at 1 o'clock. Commanders could have defensive end Chase Young back for the game, but if he does return, Coach Ron Rivera says it'll be on a limited basis. Men's College Basketball, Virginia Tech over Old Dominion 75-71. MVPs doled out for baseball. Yankees is Aaron Judge, AL MVP. St. Louis Cardinals slugger Paul Goldschmidt, NL MVP. Frank Hanrahan, WCOV Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, 1216 Friday morning, November 18th on WCOV. In the top stories we're following for you this midnight hour Friday, there are two important developments this morning at the site of the Gaithersburg condo building explosion this week. A body has apparently been found in the rubble, and Montgomery County's police chief now says a criminal investigation is being launched. The chief says he's not 100% sure a crime was committed, but he says they have seen some evidence that makes them suspicious at this point. A big change coming to the top of the Democratic Party ranks in the U.S. House. Its official now, Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Majority Leader Steny Hoyer of Maryland are both stepping away from their leadership jobs. They do plan, though, to stay on in Congress. And Maryland's Attorney General has asked a court in Baltimore to release a report detailing child sexual abuse in the Archdiocese of Baltimore. Ryan Frosch says the investigation identified 158 priests who are accused of sexually and physically abusing over 600 victims over the past 80 years. Stay with us on WTLP for more. A Prince William County town home is now an active crime scene. Two people were shot to death there. The third victim was a dog. It took place here in Dumfries in the Forest Park subdivision on Isle Royal Terrace near Yellowstone Loop. Prince William County police say the suspected shooter forced his way into the home late Wednesday night, shot two people inside and a dog. Dead are 22-year-old Alyssa Ganey and 24-year-old Javon Williams. Police say Ganey and the shooter used to be in a relationship. The dog was so badly injured had to be euthanized. The suspect was arrested in the short-term parking lot at Dulles Airport a few hours after the shootings. In Dumfries, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Friday morning, November 18th at 1218. Good morning. <laughs> to get weather on the 8th and when it breaks, over to Ian Crawford this morning to the WTOP Traffic Center. Right back to Virginia. We've got new activity on 66. Actually, it's a carryover from our earlier crash that was near Sudley Road. They had the lanes blocked. In the back of there had been a crash over on the left side. Apparently, it is still there. Near exit 47, it's blocking a left lane, but should not be causing a great deal of fanfare to get past it. Now, eastbounders, you've got work to deal with, and it looks like we may have a stoppage as well. Eastbound 66 near the Fairfax County Parkway. Unclear which lanes are getting by when traffic does move, but right now, for the moment, it is not. There is work farther afield on 66 eastbound heading toward the Capitol Beltway. 
I believe that's going to be over on the left side. Should be a right lane to get by. On the Capitol Beltway, the work is going to be on the inner loop before Chain Ridge Road, Route 123, exit 46, with the right lane getting by. Outer loop after Route 7, two to the right, should be getting by that work. The express lanes on the outer loop from the Dulles Toll Road to I-66 shut down by the same work zone. And on the George Washington Memorial Parkway, all traffic still being diverted northbound onto the inbound 14th Street Bridge. What lies beyond a crash investigation, southbounders are getting by without delay. Maryland, 95 of the BW Park, 95 is fine. BW Parkway, the northbound work near I-195 in the ramps for BWI Marshall Airport, a right lane getting by there. Work on 270 northbound near Shady Grove Road with the right lane blocked. Extra caution making the transition into the local lanes at exit 8. Southbounders, your work is going to be after I-70 heading toward Bucky's Town Pike, a single lane getting by. The ramp from 270 south to go south on 85, also blocked by this. Also watch for another northbound works on this one near Middlebrook Road, and a right lane is blocked there. In the fight against COVID, you've got options, Virginia, like boosters to find variants and treatment if you're sick. Go to vdh.virginia.gov slash coronavirus or call 877-VAX-IN-VA. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Feeling a lot more like winter around here over the next couple of days as temperatures will struggle to stay 10 degrees below average. Our average high temperature this time of year is around 57 on your Friday, going for a high of 48. Rather breezy, and again, wind chills in the 30s to low 40s during the afternoon. Saturday, a high of 45. But Sunday, a frigid day, a high temperature of 39 degrees, wind chills in the 20s. All afternoon, and that's with sunshine. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 27 in Fort Belvoir, 37 foggy bottom, as well in Silver Spring. We are looking, having dropped a couple of degrees, we're down to 35 now in our nation's capital. Midnight hour, Friday morning, November 18th, 2022. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're spending your early morning with us. This check brought to you by Dallas Glass. For all your glass, mirror, and shower door needs, visit DallasGlass.com. Dallas Glass. Love your glass. 1221 here at home. One person is dead. Another hospitalized after a car went into the Potomac River last night. First responders were called to a the George Washington Parkway near the 14th Street Bridge at the time. A little after 930 last night, we're told. The driver and passenger were rescued from the car. The passenger was pronounced dead at the scene. The driver was taken to a hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Ace Photo and Dominion Camera Customer Appreciation Day is this Saturday, November 19th. Join Nikon representative Derek Skaggs in Ashburn as he walks you through the features of the new mirrorless Nikon Z9. Then it's your chance to get your hands on a Z9 for a test drive to see what makes the Z9 the most powerful Nikon ever. Nikon Z62 and Z72 are on Black Friday sale. Get the best Nikon prices on our customer appreciation day. Learn more at acephoto.net. Nikon Inc. Limited warranty included. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 1222. You know, Thanksgiving is next week, right? So have you settled on your plans yet? Well, many local restaurants, we're told, are ready to host you and your entire family so you can leave the cooking and the cleanup to them. This morning, Nikki Nellis from the com tells us there are apparently many options out there, whether or not you want a traditional Thanksgiving feast or maybe something a little different this year. 
Blue Duck Tavern says eat with us all day. They are offering a huge, gorgeous breakfast. They are doing a fantastic lunch, and it rolls right into dinner. So you can take the family there all that day if you like, or you can go for a specific meal. Of course, they're doing all the turkey and the trimmings and everything you would expect for uh, the Thanksgiving dinner, but it is great to know that you have options. I love this. Flavors of India at the Bombay Club. They are offering a price fix menu. This is for the whole family. It's three courses. It's all the traditional Thanksgiving dishes, but with a flavor of India. So think sweet potato chaat, turkey tikka, you know, lots of uh, sauces to go along with, like dal and yogurt-based sauces. So it's a different kind of Thanksgiving, but it's no less delicious. If you're looking for something a little French, I'm going to recommend Brasserie Liberté in Georgetown. They, too, have a three-course menu, you know, turkey and all the trimmings, but there'll be lots of sort of French twists to it, and they also have an olive carte menu if you're like nah i'll take that french onion soup please buffet lovers the fairmont hotel is doing their lavish annual buffet thanksgiving dinner so it will be tables and tables and tables laden with the turkey and the trimmings and the rolls and the pies and all the things you love of course there'll be fabulous cocktails and wine offerings as well but it is a lovely way to do the holiday okay one of the hottest restaurant openings of 2022, La Darte. It is an Italian restaurant. Chef David Deshaies is at the helm, and they are doing a beautiful Thanksgiving offering with lots of really festive dishes like shrimp cocktail and Waldorf salad and turkey roulade, and there is going to be a huge dessert buffet. Lastly, you can see food and see a view. The point on Buzzard's Point sits at a gorgeous area because it is on the water and they have gorgeous outdoor dining, lots of fire pits and also amazing seafood. There'll be carving stations and lots of usual holiday trimmings, but seriously, you want to go for the oysters there. A little taste of this, a little taste of that, a flavor here, a flavor there you never tried. On Skype, that's Nikki Nellis at the list are you on it.com with ideas for that Thanksgiving holiday feast. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The Virginia Lottery presents Bad Gift Ideas. Want to make this holiday season truly special for the kids? Then definitely do not give these as gifts. A rock, a ball of rubber bands. A pet porcupine, toothpaste, a toaster, and finally, drum roll please, lottery tickets. Virginia Lottery games make the perfect gift, but only for those 18 years or older. Brought to you by the Virginia Lottery and the Virginia Council on Problem Gambling. Please gift responsibly. WTOP again at 1225. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Chuck. Losses, but little ones on Wall Street Thursday. The Dow down less than eight points. The number of Americans getting standard unemployment benefits rose for the fifth straight week last week. Cosmetics chain Blue Mercury started in Georgetown in 1999. The sales at its stores across the country are up 14%. Workers at a Mom's Organic Market in Timonium have voted to unionize. It is the third Mom's store with a union vote. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. 
If you want to sell your home fast, it's important who you call first. This is Dave Johnson. That's why I called Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes, and in a matter of days, sold my home above list price. But listen to the story of Angie and Mike. They listed their home in Alexandria, but they did it at first with another agent. A few months went by. Home was not sold. So Angie and Mike talked to Jennifer and her team at Jennifer Young Homes and relisted it with them. Very quickly, the home was sold and for a fabulous price with great terms. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me because that's the experience I have with Jennifer Young Homes. And, of course, they wish they had called Jennifer first. In fact, Mike said that he had an offer in two days. In Mike's words, Jennifer Young Homes team is amazing.